Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Man Talks podcast. My name is Roger Nairn. And I'm Connor Beaton. And we thought we'd take um, an episode for ourselves. Yeah. We're getting close to the end of the year. Um, As we speak, there's about a week left before the end of the year, and we thought now is a perfect time for reflection on what 2015 uh, was all about. Not only for ourselves, but we wanted to share uh, kind of our process for reflection and our process for goal setting so that you can yourself um, plan for 2016. So... Without further ado, we thought we'd just jump right in and have a have a discussion around what that kind of process looks like. So, Connor, why don't you kind of start off by reflecting on on the year that was Mantox? Yes, I mean, like you said, I think the the biggest part of this is that coming to the end of of a big year. I'm sure that some of our listeners, uh, a lot of the people that have come to our events, have said that they've had a magnificent year. It's been a big year for them. And they want to carry that momentum forward into 2016. So um, this is actually, you know, for a lot of the listeners out there who've who've requested this, and some of the people that are like, okay, I struggled this year, you know, I I had some things go on that weren't optimal, lost my job, uh, you know, lost a relationship, whatever the case may be. And they're looking to set themselves up properly for 2016. And I think I think there's a you know, this whole misconception around like uh, resolutions and all these sorts of things. And it's not so much that, you know, you absolutely have to stop and start at the end of 2015 and, and the beginning of 2016. It's just more of a good little tool to say to yourselves, maybe now's the time to reflect on what my year was like. And, and maybe now is the time to kind of put planning into place on what 2016 is like. And and you know we think that's a perfect uh, opportunity for everyone. One of the one of the analogies that I really like is uh, if you think about like a computer or your phone. Oftentimes we have all of these programs running that we don't even need running, and we have like all of the software on there that we don't even need or use. And you know I think the new year is a great time to kind of like reset that programming, your internal programming, and get rid of some of those programs that maybe aren't serving you or that are taking up memory space so that you can perform in the way in which you want to. So that's that's. My little, that's my little. You gotta close all, close all the windows. Yeah, close Maybe all the windows. Restart. Just restart it. Yeah. It, you should know we, what? Should we restart twice? Have you turned it off and turned it on again? Right. Like every IT person yeah. is <laughs> like trained every, to say, have every, you, have you tried restarting? <laughs> Literally, every IT person that's listening to this episode right now is nodding their head, being yeah. like, "Yes, yeah. I get that." Because nine times out of ten, that's what the problem fixes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's reflect. So, you know, let's talk about this whole re- power of reflection. Why do you think reflection is important? Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things about reflection is that it gives you it gives you insight into what works really well in your life and gives you insight into what doesn't work so well. So some of those choices that you've made that maybe have gone against the grain that you know aren't powerful and that you know don't give you the results that you want in your life, but you still made anyways and maybe are continuing to make around health and fitness or, uh, you know, within your relationship or whatever the case may be. And so it gives you a chance to look back on the year and say, okay, these were some really not so great choices. And what do I want to do differently? What does that process look like? I mean, you know, do you do journal? Do you just literally find a quiet space and and think? Uh, How do you do that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, most people have a a different process. Um, My process, and I know a lot of, um, you know, really great people like Tim Ferriss has talked about it before, writing everything down is is the key. Um, uh, You know, a lot, especially men are visual learners, women are as well, um, but men are generally bit more visual. And so they need, we need, I know I need, if I can speak for myself 
um, specifically, but we, I need something where I need to write it down. I need to see it. And then that actually helps me remember it. Um, so I will think about things first. I'll actually have like a meditation first and, and just kind of reflect on the year and, and why do you, process. Med- and why do you meditate? Um, just to kind of have like clarity of thought so that I can tune into, uh, what's happened in like an intuitive way. Right. And really process some of that from a space of no distractions, right? No pens, no papers, no nothing. So I can't see anything visually besides what's in the quote unquote mind's eye. Um, and so, so I'll, I'll just sit in silence. Um, and whatever process that's like for most people is, is good. Um, I recommend like a 10 to 15 minute just remembering the entire year. It's really powerful actually because you get to relive some of these really great moments and, um, you know, some of the ones that you're not so proud of, or maybe, maybe weren't so great will come up as well, but, uh, you get to reflect on some of the great things that happened. And so, you know, you, you just touched on this word great, mm. uh, and, and let's jump to another word, which is grateful. Mm. You know, we're big believers that when you are reflecting, it is important to recognize, you know, what you are grateful for. Um, what does that process look like? Yeah. Um, that's, that's good. I think one of the one of the greatest things that we can do. By the way, I didn't do. just connect the word great to grateful. As yeah. if they seamlessly go yeah. together. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's where that word comes from. I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't. But that's okay. They're spelled differently too. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, gratitude is is a huge... I mean, we just had an event on gratitude and um, quite a few people reached out saying that it was one of the... It was just perfect timing, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a really powerful event uh, because oftentimes, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people that are listening have really busy lives. We all have really, really busy lives. And what ends up happening is a year goes by and all of a sudden all this... Like you got married this year and, um, you know, Mantox is going full time. We're doing some cool stuff next year. And, and what happens is a, a year will go by and all of a sudden you have accomplished so much and you have so much to be grateful for. But if you don't take the time to slow down and actually process it, then it never really lands. It never really sticks. Uh, and so gratitude allows you to do that. And, so and it's not so, so much even reflecting on, on what you're grateful for, but it's actually feeling the emotions behind it and feeling what's you know, what, you know, why you're grateful and, and what that's doing for your life and, and how you've become a better person or, or just your, 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 your world has become better because of it. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm grateful for the fact that I got married this year. It's, yeah. you know, such an incredible um, experience and, and never been happier in my relationships. And for you, I mean, I, I know Mantox has absolutely exploded this year to the point where uh, you've had the opportunity to quit your full-time job and you're taking on Mantox full-time. And I'm assuming that's one of the main things that you're grateful for. I'm just curious, what else What else are you grateful for? Uh, I mean, I think uh, one of the major things that I'm grateful for is definitely the people in, in my life and the people that have, you know, people like you and Kelsey and... Yeah, Connor and I <laughs> met, met this year. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, 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 for those that don't know the story, I, I was listening to a podcast, uh, the Vancouver Real podcast. Shout out to those guys. Those guys are great. I was listening to the podcast. I heard an interview with Connor. Connor was explaining what Man Talks is all about. And I'm like, that sounds like something... I want to be a part of. And so I stalked him on Facebook. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally stalked him on Facebook. Uh, eventually, you know, we went out for a, a mandate, uh, you know, a little coffee. And, uh, and, a, and a breakfast sandwich. And a breakfast sandwich and a bowl of granola. Yeah. And the rest is history. We, uh, we've been together ever since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Uh, but I just, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge you for, you know, the, 
relationship that we've started and you know how uh how incredible it's it's been to have you in my life awesome there we go there there yeah. it is the gratitude Yay. um yeah i mean i think that there's some there's some really specific questions that i like to dig into and um, for all the listeners who are checking out this episode um maybe if you're driving first off um you'll want to maybe pause it and, and wait for a time where you actually have a pen and paper in front of you because we i, I am going to throw out some questions for you to actually write down and then answer and these are questions that i've found over the years are really, really powerful. And, and some of the questions have come from friends. Some of the questions have come from, you know, mainstream people like Tim Ferriss or, um, you know, Lewis Hauser, whoever, uh, Robin Sharma, like those are those just just name dropping, you know, whatever. Um, but some of the questions have come from all over the place. And I found that they are really, really powerful questions uh, in order to help reflect on the year, but also set up your next year. So you'll definitely want to grab a pen and paper if you're listening or even just uh, your phone, you know, open up the the notes apps. So um, I think one of the one of the very like where I like to start is where did I thrive? Because I love that word. You know, where did I thrive? Like that's for me when you're thriving, you're in this area of like genius almost, right? Like you're in this area of greatness where you you know, you like the hairs in the back of your neck stand up. You just like you are on fire, yeah. right? Uh, so a lot of people might call that flow or yeah, yeah. flow, whatever, whatever word uh, you use for it. And I love flow. I think that's it's a great word. Um, so yeah, where did I thrive? And and use the last you know use the last twelve months and really dig into it. Um, and so maybe that's within a work context, right? So for you, I know that you've you've done some really great things this year in terms of. Uh, in terms of your work, and you've done some exceptional things within Man Talks, like starting this podcast, um, which has been pretty crazy. So, so yeah. So, where did I thrive? That's a really, really great one to to start off with. And and then where did I struggle? Right. What are some of those areas that I really struggled in? And then you know, start broad. So you know, maybe you could say um, I really thrived in business. Okay, cool. What did like? Where did you thrive in business? And then dig in a little bit. Well, I did sales, or you know, my the marketing plan that I set out was you know chosen for an award or whatever the whatever the case may be. And, and dig into the specifics. And then once you have that, where you thrived, ask the question. Um, you know, why is that important? Because a lot of the times, gratitude requires a sort of um, understanding, right? Oftentimes we just say, oh, I'm grateful for my friend mm -hmm. or I'm grateful for my family. And then we don't actually dig into why we're grateful. So, you know, once you understand where you're thriving, then dig in, why is that important? And then how does it make me feel? Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you talked about some of the areas that you struggle with throughout the year and reflecting on that, you know, a lot of people might be thinking to themselves, why do I want to reflect on the negative? Why mm -hmm. is, you know, why is that going to be benefit? How is that going to be beneficial to me? How, how would you respond to that? Uh, so you don't fall into the same trap. I mean, the, the whole part of this, like if we were to think about ourselves as an operating system of, you know, of sorts, right. the whole, the whole point of this is that you're doing a cleaning yeah. kind of, right? Like you're, you're going through and, and you're doing a cleaning. You're like, okay, these programs are working really, really well. And this program, not so much, or this program, not so much. And, you know, oftentimes people fall into the trap of just ignoring it anyway. So they've kind of gone on auto autopilot and, and, you know, maybe some of our listeners out there are like nodding their heads along with this, but you know, maybe they've gone into autopilot. Right. And so it's about acknowledging that that exists and then, 
Um, you know, not making yourself wrong about it, not shitting all over yourself for the fact that that's happening, but being able to say, okay, this specific behavior is happening. I struggled in this area. And what would I like to do differently? Like, what's one thing that I would need to do in order to get a different result? And would you lump into that, you know, conversation, the things that you perhaps should have done or the things that you perhaps missed out on? I mean, a lot of people have these goals in 20, you know, in 2015 or coming up in 2016. What happens if you don't accomplish them? Yeah, I mean, that it's a good, it's a really good question. I think a lot of people um, already guilt and shame themselves enough. Um, you know, especially achievers and high performers. Um, and I, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people that tune into this podcast are achievers and high performers. And, and, you know, a lot of the times, one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest mechanisms for, for doubt is, uh, and, and for self-sabotage within high performers is guilt and just guilting themselves. So I wouldn't necessarily say like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. Um, it'll just create more more FOMO for next year, more fear of missing out. Um, and it'll put a lot more pressure on you to, to really perform. But at the same time, it's not to say that you can't reflect on those things. And Absolutely say, and, not. And, and, and say to yourself, is this something that I want to carry over into 2016? Is this something that totally. is important enough to me that I want to keep trying or maybe you haven't tried in the first place but now's an opportunity to say hey yeah i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna try to climb you know the grouse grind i'm gonna start that painting class that i didn't even attempt in 2015 but now's the time to get back on it yeah Um, so so you're gonna go paint i i would love to paint yeah (laughs) i actually i and not only that i'm gonna color more in 2016 there you go bought myself a coloring book nice yeah I got a. I actually, we. I went to a Christmas party and got a mandala coloring book, totally. which looks really intense. Yeah. Like those things are really intricate. So and uh, a, an adult coloring is like the newest fad right now. If you go on Amazon.com, top five books um, is adult coloring book. Yeah, the other one is is Lewis Houses. There you book. go. Yeah. There you go. It's probably yeah. very therapeutic to to do some to do some coloring. Totally. But yeah, I mean, you know, for those things that you probably look back and you're like, okay, I thrived in this area, I succeeded here, I struggled here, and this is what I should have done. Mm-hmm. Well, if you should have done it, you can really ask yourself the question: Do I still want to do it? Like, is it still worth doing? Is it worth carrying over into 2016? You know, weigh in on it and and figure out if it's something that you really want to build in. But also understand that um, you don't need to make yourself wrong for not accomplishing it. Maybe ask the question like, why didn't I accomplish it? Was it unrealistic? Did I create this goal or this target in unrealistic ways? Is it something that I don't actually give a shit about? Because a lot of times people will create goals from a sense of ego and those goals aren't actually things that they want to accomplish, right? So uh, I remember being in my early 20s and I was a huge goal setter and I would set crazy goals like, oh, I want to make a million dollars. Like, oh, I want to be on stage in front of like 10,000 people singing. And and the, I would create these goals that that really were ego-based and had nothing to do with with what would leave me feeling good. Right. And I mean, you also get into this trap of of, of trying to reach goals for other people. Yes. You know, you might have people in your life that expect you to accomplish certain things, but once you reflect on them, it's like, who's this really for? Is this for me or is this for, you know, that loved one in my life or perhaps my boss or Mm. perhaps, you know, a friend of mine or a business partner, you know? Uh, And it's important to to understand really who's this for and and what is it serving, you know? Um, 
and again, it goes, it all goes back to the whole idea of reflection and, mm. and it's just as important as the goal setting itself. Yeah. And you, you touched on something there, you know, you talked about the, the people in your life. And I think the other thing that, you know, far too often in these situations gets, gets glazed over is who are those people in your life that you're really thankful for? Right. And, you know, one of my best practices, because it often changes year over year, um, is to say, who are the top five people in my life right now? And and I'll actually go and tell them and I'll go tell them like why I'm grateful for them. Because, you know, if we are the total, if we are the sum, the total sum of the five, the five people that we spend the most time with, it's probably good to weigh in on if those are the people that you want to be spending time with. Because you may find that you are allocating a lot of time to somebody who's not really adding a great benefit to your life. Right. Somebody that you're not learning from, somebody that's not pushing you, holding you accountable, all of those things that you're really looking for. And on the flip side, you know, this whole act of reflection perhaps opens up a bit of a hole in that you need somebody in your life to help you reach this goal. It could be a mentor, it could be, you know, a friend or a boss or or it, it can really be anybody that's going to be able to provide you with the education and wisdom that you need to 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 move forward. You know, I I know in my case you know, one of my constant struggles is, is you know, health and, and wellness and, you know, getting to the gym and all that sort of stuff. And one of my goals for 2016 is to find a, a proper, you know, coach to help me, you know, uh, to educate myself on how to set up a, a program and, and ensure that I'm doing the right exercises. And not only that, things are fresh enough that I'm not going to get bored and, and those sorts of things. So if we can just kind of, ref, you know, reflect back on, on a few things that we've talked about, you know, an important part of, of goal setting for 2016 is, is that reflective element. Um, so whether you get into a meditative state first or you just kind of take the time to, to write down what are some of the things that you accomplished in 2015? Um, who are, you know, who are some of the people in your lives that have helped you be a part of that and are important? Um, and, and what are some of the things that you perhaps didn't accomplish and, and why is, why are those things important in your life? Um, so this whole idea of transition or, you know, perhaps there's people in, that are thinking to themselves, why do I need to kind of stop right now and, and reset for 2016? Why, you know, maybe I'm in the middle of, accomplishing a goal, you know, I'm in the middle of something really important, you know, how would you, how would you coach them on, on, on moving forward and into 2016 without the total refresh? Yeah. I mean, 2006, you know, the, the sort of like transition into a new year, you don't necessarily have to like stop life and refresh everything and like hit the reset button. Um, it's what a lot of people do. And it's definitely what, what, society has set set up really right with the new year and um you know all the all the goals that people set for the new year and um yeah i mean that's not necessarily the case for everybody uh there are some people that maybe you know have started a new job three months ago and so they're kind of like in this really good place where they're like i don't want to refresh then in that case it's just taking stock of you know what is going right in your life right now and just saying am i accomplishing the goals that I ultimately want to be accomplishing right now in my life, or am I accomplishing the things that I actually want to be accomplishing? And are they in line with, with who I am and how I want to show up in the world and what my impact is and not necessarily needing to take their foot off the gas and stop to reflect and pause for a moment, but to be able to say, okay, I'm driving this vehicle into the next year and am I where I want to be? And I think that that form of reflection when you're, sort of like focused and lasered in on something can be really powerful to make sure that you're going in the right direction. Great. 
Excellent. So coming on to 2016, you know, we're in this, this, you know, conversation around goal setting. What are some of the goals that you are, are planning on, on setting for both yourself and for, and for Mantox? Yeah. I mean, uh, like you, I, I'm very focused in on health. So one of my, um, not goals. I mean, it, I don't like, I don't necessarily sit down and, and write out like goal one, you know, go to the gym X amount of times a week, goal two, you know, make X amount of dollars. Um, I don't necessarily do that. I'll definitely. And why don't you do that? Um, it's just never. Because a lot of people are probably thinking to themselves, oh, that's what I thought I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I'll have, I'll have some, um, targets that I want to hit for sure. And, but there's flexibility with that because I think my nature, I'm very achievement based. And so when I write things down, if I don't accomplish those, I end up just shitting all over myself in a really like negative way. And so what I've found is, is a lot more powerful for me is to write down ways of being, how do I want to show up on a weekly, monthly, daily basis? And can you give us an example of what that might look like? Sure. So uh, a perfect one for me right now is I want to be present in every conversation. That That's something for me that I know will be powerful and impactful in my life. So I just want to show up present in every conversation. And that means, you know, having good eye contact with people. It means listening to what they're actually saying and tuning into, you know, is, are they telling me the truth? Are they not telling me the truth? And like really being present to what they're saying and having empathy, being empathetic to some of the things that maybe they're going through and not making it about me and really just being present to that. So that, that's one that is a huge focus for me right now. Um, moving into 2016, like I said, I do have targets. Um, like I would like to go to the gym at least three or four times a week and go to yoga at least twice a week. So that's, that's a target for me. It's flexible though. So if I only go to the gym twice a week, then I'm not going to like rain hell down on myself because I didn't accomplish that. And if I went to the gym four times a week, then great. I'll, you know, I'll celebrate that. But is it, is when you talk about these ways of being, is, is your way of being in that case, um, a guy that goes to the gym or is it your way of being, um, that you have a specific weight target or, or perhaps body fat target or, you know, what's, is there something measurable? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the consistency, like for me, the, the whole, fitness thing. Like I I think I've kind of been fortunate. I've never really been like what I would consider to be super out of shape. I've, I've never, I think there's been some points in my life where I would definitely was not happy with how my body looked. And I think that that's it. Like really people, a lot of people have a perception of what they want their body to look like. And so usually what I'll say with somebody that I'm working with is, you know, maybe worry less about the body fat percentage and worry less about like the weight number, like maybe have an ideal weight in mind, but like, what do you want your body to look like? You know? And so many people don't think about that. So for me, it's how do you want to feel? Yeah. How do you want to feel? So for me, it's like, you know, when I get up first thing in the morning and go into the bathroom to take, you know, the morning pee, how do I want to look like when, you know, when I'm walking in front of the mirror in my boxers, how, like, what do I want to be looking at? And I think for me, like that really, because I don't need like the eight pack, 
right? I don't want to look like a Spartan warrior. You just need a six pack. I just need a six pack. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's a five pack, you a know? Spartan like, warrior. A Spartan warrior. The, Ew, what would a five pack look it's like? The, it's, the, it's the four on top with like the little, a little on the bottom. Just a little on the bottom. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little mini keg at the bottom. Yeah, right? But yeah, so I mean, like, I, I want to look, I want to look good and I want to know that I like feel good about that. And that is far more important than, you know, like a body fat percentage for me, at least. I'm sure that there's some personal trainers out there. They're like, got to get the body fat percentage yeah, yeah, yeah. or, Spartan you know, up, bro. Spartan, Spartan up. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a pretty good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you can have loose targets, right? Like, let's say, um, you know, next year, right now I'm about 205, which is a, a pretty healthy, my, my normal weight is about, you know, 200, 205. And so if I really... It's also the Christmas season, so there's lots of yeah, right, yeah. baked goods. Yeah, <laughs> baked goods, they're everywhere. Um, but, you know, if I really wanted to set a target, I would say, okay, I want to I wanna get in between 195 and 200. Right. And and I would make it a, a loose target like that. And then I would say, how do I want to feel when I get into that range? Right. And then I would kind of dissect, well, I want to feel great. I want to look in the mirror and be able to feel great. I want to, you know, be able to get seven or eight hours of sleep every night and wake up feeling refreshed and, you know, focused and rejuvenated. Like those are the types of things that I would, I would usually dive into. And, and when it comes to man talks, you know, what are some of the things that you are hoping to accomplish in 2016? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have some cool stuff um, coming up. So, you know, I hope that we have a really successful launch in Toronto because we're launching in Toronto in April. Um, and we've just confirmed the dates. So it'll be April 18th. Um, and we have some really incredible events happening here in Vancouver. And, you know, one of those is that we're going to be putting on an event in March with Lewis Howes, the School of Greatness. Yeah, um, which, super awesome guy. Yeah. If, if anybody's ever, if, if you've never heard of him, check out his podcast, which is called The School of Greatness. Super amazing, um, you know, guy. Not only does he give great inter- interviews, but himself, uh, just listening to his sort of wisdom is, is great. And he's got a brand new book out right now called The School of Greatness. I know it's read up in the top sort of five to 10 and on, on the Amazon and New York times bestseller list. Yeah. So we're super excited to be bringing him to town and we're hoping to have him on the podcast soon as well. We're going to have him on the podcast in the new year. Um, and along with, so at that event, Ryan Holmes will be coming to speak the founder of Hootsuite as well. Um, which is pretty incredible. So we have some exciting things. And again, those aren't really about like targets, you know, like I could say, oh, I would love to have, you know, 500 people at that event. And, and I could really focus in on a specific target. But I think for me, when it comes to man talks, it's like, what, what is the experience that I want people to have? That's the biggest thing. Um, and, and, and we're growing our community yeah. I mean, to me that, you know, that's sort of my goal when it comes to man talks for 2016 is how can we grow our community um, and how can we increase that, you know, that experience? How can we create partnerships with different, uh, different um, groups in the community and how can we just kind of spread our message as far and wide as possible through the podcast? Uh, because we feel like the message that we have, or, you know, we don't even really have a message. It's more so we're facilitating the broader message around men and, and, and these conversations that we're having amongst one another. And so, if we can, if we can just provide the best content and the best community experience as possible, I think for us that's that's a major win. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of that, just on that on that note, I think one of the biggest things that we would need in order to do that is just 
uh, you know, help from our listeners, you know, help from all of you out there in the internet ether to be able to say like, yes, this is epic it, content. It's called the inter-ether. Inter-ether. Yeah. Is it really? Hmm. Um, but, you know, to if you have guests that you think would be beneficial on the show, email us, tell us. Yeah. If you want to, you know, if you want us to bring on, you know, guys like Lewis Howes or Tim Ferriss or, you know, if there's if there's people out there that you think that we should be talking to, let us know. Like if, if it's Justin Trudeau, like if it's somebody like that, let us know and, and we will hunt them down. Yeah, shoot us a, You can always shoot us an email at info at mantalks.ca or, you know, join us on the, on our, on our Facebook page and, and also through our Twitter account, which is man, man underscore talks. Um, you can also check us out on, on Instagram and you know, there's all, there's literally uh, a multitude of ways that you can get in touch with us and let us know, uh, you know, about, about your, and share your experience, share some of your goals for 2016 and your, you know, your focus for the new year. Cause we'd be happy to, to help you along in that journey. Are we forgetting anything? I don't think so. No, I think that, I think that's like, I mean, I mean, we're not really going to dive into goal setting, like I said, because I, you know, I, some people have their own routines, right? And they'll actually write down like, you know, these are the top five things that I want to accomplish next year. This is how I'm going to accomplish them. This is when I'm going to accomplish them by. And you can do that. You can definitely do that. For some people, there's there's merit and there's value in that. So if you're one of those people that's listening, that's like, okay, I need a goal setting routine. Try that out, right? Say, what are the top five things I want to accomplish? How am I going to accomplish them? And write it out for each one. So for each goal in the past, I've done this. I'll write down a goal and I'll write out like a paragraph or bullet points of how I'm going to accomplish that specifically. And then I have a time frame. And, and, and on that note, you know, one of the best resources that I've always found for goal setting has been, um, uh, you know, uh, obviously books. Um, but, but for me, it was Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And one of the things Napoleon Hill likes to talk about is it's, it's not so much that it's one thing to write down what that goal is. And, but it's another thing to, to, to say, what are you willing to do to, to accomplish it? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? Whether it's your time and energy in, in hitting the pavement every day and, and trying to reach your sales goals, or whether it's getting up at 5 a.m. every day and hitting the gym and, and you know, really scaling back on some of the junk food in your life and, and all that sort of stuff. It's, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice? Yeah, and I think you touched on a really great point there is what is that goal going to cost, right? right? Not, not in a monetary sense, but what is it going to cost me to actually achieve this goal? And am I willing to pay the price? Because there's a lot, a lot of the times people are like, oh, I want to, you know, have a body that looks like this or lose X amount of pounds or whatever, but they're not willing to pay the cost of putting the energy in and putting the time in, or they want to make a million dollars, but they're not willing to like, you know, do the work that's actually involved in getting there. So I would say one of the subcategories or one of the sub questions for each goal is what is this going to cost me? And am I willing to pay the cost, right? Or pay the price? Because you know, if there are some things that, that you wanted to accomplish in 2015 that you didn't, more than likely, like I'm, I'm almost willing to bet that it's, it's, if you ask yourself that question, it's because you didn't want to pay the cost. Right. You didn't and, want to pay the price. And, and that, and that's, you know, that, um, energy and, and exercise and, 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 um, action is, is going to have to come either way. So if, you know, you might as well be honest with yourself and say, listen, these are some of the things that I'm going to have to do to accomplish my goal. Am I truly willing to to do those things? Because to your point, if you're not, you're never going to accomplish them. Yeah, and uh, yes, absolutely. And I think one of the the last pieces to all of this is to kind of have like a vision or mission statement for yourself for the year. I haven't created mine for 2016 yet, but my 
my vision and mission statement for 2015 was super simple. It's I want to make choices and do things that leave me feeling good. It's so ridiculously simple, but it was a filter that allowed me to make choices in everything that I did. Do I want to go out to this? Is it going to leave me feeling good? Nope. I'm going to be like feeling like shit the next day. Okay, well, I'm not going to go do that. Do I you know, want to go to this party? Do I want to make this life choice? Is it going to leave me feeling good? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to go do that. And it, was, it just created it's not, a self, it's not a selfish thing. No. It's, a, it's a, how do you define it? It's, it, it, it's an alignment thing. It, like really, you know, integrity, the word integrity gets thrown around a lot. And, you know, integrity is one of those things that when you meet people that have integrity, you just fundamentally know it. And they have integrity because they make powerful choices for themselves in their lives. And they make powerful choices that allow them to contribute to other people in the way in which feels good for them. Totally. You know, and, and that's kind of the thing. So you have to set yourself up for success with that. Excellent. Yeah. Well, hopefully we've shared, uh, you know, enough tips and tools to, to, to set up success for, for everyone out there for 2016. You know, I think... On a side note, we just wanted to wish everybody a, a happy holidays and, and just a big, huge thanks to all the the people in the Man Talks community. You guys have been absolutely incredible. You know, we've tried very hard to put out amazing content and, and to create incredible events. And you guys have showed up to those and you've you've put in a lot of work on your end and you've come to the table with an amazing energy and spirit and you are the Man Talks community and we can't thank you enough. So Hopefully everyone gets a chance to relax and chill, um, but take that time to reflect. You know, it's definitely time worth spending. Um, and uh, kick ass in 2016. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, and let us know what some of your goals are. If you, you know, if you got through this and you've set some intentions, whether it's a way of being, how you want to show up for 2016, or you've created your you know, epic vision statement, um, whatever it is, share it with us whether it's whether it's online or you just fire us off an email and say hey i listened to the podcast it was freaking great or it sucked but i did this exercise anyway <laughs> let us know and and send us those vision statements you know send us some of your some of your targets for next year and uh and let us know how we can help because we want to find the right people to to help support you so thanks very much for 2015 yeah all right guys um Get into your slippers, go make yourself some hot chocolate, and uh, enjoy the rest of your holidays. Talk to you in 2016. Thanks, everyone.